I decided to go shopping. I know this may sound almost like superficial or woo woo, but I did. I, well, first of all, nothing fit me. I had gone through what I call a divorce diet. I was so stressed out. I couldn't eat. I had a new body and I didn't even realize it, but nothing fit me. And I realized all my clothes were just falling off. And then I decided I'd, I'd go shopping. So I went into the store and this woman, you know, I'm putting all my clothes in the, in the room and this woman who was a personal shopper there, she, she holds up this red dress that looked about three sizes too small. And mind you, it was red. So I looked at her, I crinkled my nose. I said, that's so sweet of you, but that is so not me. And it's so not my size. She said, honey, that is you. And that is your size. So begrudgingly, I slipped it on and, you know, getting it, fitting into this, it almost felt like a swimsuit. And I turned around and looked in the mirror and oh my God, now I saw a woman before me and I realized she was right. I was this new person and I couldn't believe that, first of all, that my body had looked like that. I couldn't believe that I could look like this woman. So I decided to buy that dress. That's where it all started. I decided to walk out into the world in my new costume, this red dress. And so as I walked out into the world, I realized that people started looking at me. Now, mind you, people may have looked at me before, but I didn't see it. And for some reason with this red dress, I really saw it. And people started saying hi, and I started saying hi back. And I don't know, there was something in me, my confidence just started soaring, it, it grew. And it was at that moment too that I realized there was something about the symbiotic relationship between the outer and the inner that I really had to feel something different, to look at myself in a different way, to get out of my own way and have my confidence grow. So that was kind of the first thing that happened to me was that red dress, but then something else happened and this is really important. I knew I needed a new career and, and like I said before, at that point, I was kind of over the talking and I had been a therapist for many, many years, but I realized also I couldn't be a therapist anymore. In fact, at that moment, if anyone had come to me and they wanted help, I would have probably turned around and said, honey, you think you got problems? Let me tell you about my problems. Let me go on the couch for a second. I just wasn't in that mindset. So I wanted to do something different. And I don't know if you guys remember that show what not to wear. Well, I was obsessed with it. You know, I would watch it all the time and I would look at those people and I'd say, gosh, those people are happy. I want to do that. And I realized that when I went shopping and I started looking and feeling better that I was starting to get happy. So I decided I wanted to be an image consultant. Now there's not really a program out there where you can sit and study to be that. So I had to kind of create my own. I did a correspondence course over in the UK called Style Coaching, which was great because it seemed to buy, combine the coaching and the style piece. But then I wanted the hands-on training. So I hired this LA image consultant and she was one of the top ones. Her name was Ashley Rothschild. I love her dearly and she's passed 
um, recently, and um, she'll always be near and dear to me. And one of those people who were really a true inspiration for my life, my change. But I had to meet her for the first time, and I sent her a bunch of money. I, you know, I, I really didn't know what I was doing, but I realized I had nothing to wear to meet this woman. Now, mind you, she was very stylish. She was from Serbia. She had this amazing accent, and she was just, you know, totally luxurious the way she, you know, presented herself. So I went shopping again. And here I'm thinking I'm up-leveling myself because beside the red dress that I had in my wardrobe, I didn't really have anything else. I still have the dismal clothes. So I got, I'll never forget my outfit. I'm so embarrassed to say this, but I, I got these jeans that I thought, again, was like up-leveling myself. And I think they were lucky jeans. So I'm like, oh, designer jeans. But I know at the time they're probably two sizes too big. And then I don't, again, not knowing what I'm thinking. I get this rider jacket. It was like a blazer. And I'm thinking that that looks professional. In my mind, I'm associating a jacket with being professional. So I show up in this new outfit, wide-eyed, bushy-tailed, and I'm smiling, thinking I'm looking spiffy. And I meet her, and I say hello, and she looks at me up and down. And she said, and you think people are going to pay thousands of dollars looking like that. And I was devastated, just devastated. I mean, I thought I was up leveling, but you know what? Sometimes the best teachers are ones that kind of slap you in the face with reality. Cause now looking back, she was so right. I still was the frumpy mom because in my mind I still was. And that's how I was presenting. But from that point on, my you know, journey continued and it was the most amazing journey that, that I really, if I think of back of my life, that is the most amazing part of my life that I can remember. And the biggest transformation that I have where suddenly my career started soaring. I was introduced to a lot of people. I started networking and getting out there. I was physically doing things to put myself into action to create change for myself. And now fast forward is where I am today. That's the picture you see of the happy girl in the dress with a life that is really abundant and rich. And I love what I do for a living. And really my passion lies within helping others create transformation because I know my own transformation, the journey I had, and I want to help others through it. So I'm here to tell you all that it is possible that you can transform the inner by transforming the outer. The truth is, is that you have to look and feel something on the outside in order to gain that inner confidence. Now I know what you're thinking. You're probably thinking, well, how can changing my wardrobe or getting a new lipstick completely transform my life and my inner confidence? I mean, it almost sounds superficial, especially coming from a blonde hair, blue eyed gal from LA. Well, I'm originally from Chicago, mind you. So <laughs> I always joke about that. No, but it's true. I, I feel, and this is what I do with clients, that sometimes you really have to work from the outside in to see something physically. You know, when I was a therapist, I told you this before, I was over the talking. 
you know, and we can talk ourselves to death and we can overanalyze and we can be in our heads of what we need to do to change. But until you put those things into action where you can viscerally feel different, that's when change occurs. So by starting out with a dress as I did or a different, you know, kind of shoe or a high heel, or if you're a guy putting on a nice button down shirt, those small wins can lead to the bigger change, the bigger transformation, because you can transform the inner by transforming the outer. I wanna go over some really easy tips so that you really can understand how to transform this inner part by transforming the outer. The first tip is paying attention to what first impressions are all about. Now, this is what research says, okay? This is not just me talking. Research says that people make judgments and assumptions based on two things and two things solely. It's the clothes that you wear and the attitude that you have. Now, your attitude is your body language. It's the emotions that are read on your face. It's all the nonverbals that people judge you on. This is why it's so crucial. You know, everybody gets tripped up on what to say upon first impression or on a first date and, you know, trying to come up with lines if you're approaching a girl or, or trying to find an in by talking to a guy. What you say isn't even as important as how you show up. I mean, that's how, that's how quick it is. And research also says that first impressions happen within 30 seconds of an encounter. And now they're saying it's probably even quicker, especially now that we have Tinder, right? It is so quick. It's funny, if you go to my website, I have a picture of a woman who is dressed in, well, the before picture, she has a bun in her, you know, tightly woven in her hair, and she has these glasses on, and her body posture looks like, almost like a low-confident type of body posture. And I show this picture a lot to people when I do speaking events. And when I ask the audience, what do you think she does for a living, everyone makes a judgment call that she is a librarian or an accountant. Now, I didn't tell people that, but they're making a judgment call based on how she presents and how she looks. Well, she's not at all a librarian. And if you see her in the after picture, you see her smiling with a dress on and looking sexy and savvy, and that really truly reflects who she is. In fact, she is an inspirational coach, and her business started soaring after she posted those pictures, because that first impression of her being feminine and confident really helped her. So that's the first thing to take a look at, is your first impression. The second thing is to really get a good wardrobe. Folks, you gotta raise your style IQ. Now, this is a word I made up, but it's something that you're gonna hear me talk about a lot. I want everyone, everybody who even listens to me, who works with me, to have a high style IQ. And what I mean by that is really understand what looks good on you and that your message and how you market yourself with your style is congruent with who you are inside. Now, back when I was this frumpy mom, I was reflecting a frumpy mom. Now inside, that was truly how I felt, right? And I was depressed and I was dressing in black 
And that was the message I was sending out to the world. But it wasn't until I started transforming and changing that outer image, I started firing messages out to the world of a different girl. And therefore, people reacted to me differently. So again, it goes back to that symbiotic relationship between the outer and the inner. I would not have thought of myself or saw myself as different of the frumpy mom until I put on that red dress and then people started commenting on that. And it's a really powerful thing. One of the exercises I do a lot with my clients is to have them take selfie pictures. The other thing that I find is that what we see in the mirror is vastly different usually than what other people see. And when you take a picture of yourself and then you look at yourself from a bird's eye view, that's not like inside your mind's eye, there's something that happens. It clicks where you see yourself differently. So here's a fun exercise to do in, in order to help you get a good wardrobe or at least sense of style about yourself. Take three pictures of yourself in different outfits and look at them. And then ask yourself, would you date you? Would you hire you for a new job? Would you be your friend? What message are you sending out to the world? And if you don't like what you see, then that's when it's time to do something different. And that leads me to my third tip. And my third tip is to use what I call the 3C formula. Now the 3C formula is this. It's taking a look at the cut of the clothes, the colors that you're wearing, and what clothes makes you feel confident. Now when it goes to, well, when we're looking at the cut, it's really important to know about your body type. I find that most people don't like shopping because they go into a department store, they get completely overwhelmed, they pull the wrong stuff, they go into the dressing room, they put it on, and they hypothesize, ugh, nothing looks good with me, I hate my body, and they leave or they purchase the wrong things. What if you knew your body type and you knew exactly what clothes flatter your figure and what clothes to stay away from? You would actually find shopping a lot easier, more efficient, and you would probably enjoy it. Well, that's what I see happen to my clients. You know, half the battle is just education and learning about your body. So make sure that you are wearing the right cut for your body type. And if you don't know your body type, I encourage you to all go to my website, seltzerstyle.com, and download my free body type booklet because you will get exactly um, what you need to measure yourself and know what your body type is. Okay, the second C was color. Oh, ladies, ladies, color is the most attractive Thing that you could do to kind of gain the attention from those men out there. So research shows that men love red and they love pink and white combo. I don't know what the pink and white combo is all about, but that's what research says. And if you are ever in doubt and you really want to walk into a room and make a statement, kind of like I did with my red dress, wear a red dress. Guys go gaga from red dresses. Not only that, not only for the attraction factor, there's a lot of psychology in color. If you look at different colors, they actually have different meanings and um, there's different associations with color. And it also can just make you appear more vibrant. It um, helps with the approachability factor when you're in a social setting and you can appear more friendly as well. 
So when you're looking at your colors, just make sure that the colors and the tone of it is really flattering to your skin tone because that's another thing that people don't realize is that different colors look vastly different on skin tones and it varies from person to person and it's something that I teach quite often. The final C is what I call the confident clothes. Now I know that all of you have an outfit that is kind of your go-to outfit so I encourage you to go into your closet and look. If you had a date tomorrow, if you had a social gathering, what is the outfit that you would pull and why? Is it the cut? Is it the color? Is it have you been reinforced in it? Perhaps, you know, people are saying, oh, I love your outfit. If, if that is where your confidence lives, look at those elements of those clothes and get more of them because something is working for you. All right, so that's the third tip. And the final tip is body language. Did you know that 93% of communication is nonverbal? Again, it kind of goes back to what I was saying before. What you say isn't even as important as how you look, how you show up. I have a really profound story and example. When I used to do matchmaking um, a couple years back, and it was one of my favorite elements of it of that was being the middleman. You know, I could really get the perspective from the man and the woman and why things were progressing and why it wasn't. And I loved intervening where I could get people to the level that they could actually be attracted to one another. Well, there was, there was this guy and he, oh my God, this is hilarious. He loved beautiful women. I mean, that was definitely something he was into. But he was really, really into the pictures. And I was lucky to be on the phone with him when I was showing pictures of this one woman. Now, this woman was dropped in gorgeous. She was a, a model. And he decided that he wanted to see just one picture. He's like, Kim, I, you know, I don't need to see all of it. Just show me one picture. So I, I showed him a picture. And now in this picture, this woman has her arms folded. She was looking sternly into the camera with kind of like almost like a scrawl on her face. And she was wearing this pasty gray shirt and she was really pale. And all of a sudden I hear him say right, just almost instantly, no. I said, excuse me, no. He's like, no, I, I'm just not attracted to her. I said, okay, um, I'm sorry, what, what are you reacting to? Specifically, he goes, well, honestly, Kim, she looks like she would kick my ass. <laughs> so I was laughing inside. I said, because I knew what he was reacting to. He was reacting to the fact that she wasn't smiling, that she was glaring into the camera, and she had her arms folded. These were all body language signals that screamed boss lady, chief, you know, high maintenance. So I said, I know, I said, look, his name was Mitch. I said, Mitch, I know you only wanted to see one picture, but will you allow me to show you one more that I have? He goes, all right. So I send him another one. Now this time she had a dress on, she was outside, the wind was blowing, her hair was kind of glistening in the sunlight and she was smiling softly into the camera. And I said, how about this one, Mitch? And he goes, and then I just hear like a fuck. I'm like, Mitch, are you okay? He's like, 
oh my God. I, I, he, he literally fell off the chair. <laughs> he said, I can't believe I almost turned her down. He goes, yes, yes, I want to meet her. I said, excuse me, you had said no before. So what's the difference? He goes, well, in this picture, she looks so nice and she's sexy. And she, I mean, she's so, she looks so warm. Again, what was he reacting to? He was reacting to, first of all, not just the body language, but the piece of femininity. And that will be a whole other show. I know we're going to talk about femininity because that I could go on my soapbox with. So again, it's really important to look at that aspect of how you're presenting yourself with your body language because it really can fire signals to other people how approachable you are, how likable you are, how attractive you are. So again, just to recap, look at the first impressions. Get a good wardrobe. You have got to raise your style IQ, everybody. Use your 3C formula, the cut, the color, the, your confident clothing, and finally, pay attention to your body language. And if you do all these tips, I assure you, I promise you, that you will be able to transform the inner confidence by transforming the outer. All right, so now we are going to move into my favorite part of the show, and that is, what would Kimberly do? This is where I answer your questions. You can also go to my website, seltzerstyle.com. Make sure that you submit some good, juicy questions that you want answers to, and who knows, your question may be read. So this particular question is from Tanya. She says, hi, Kimberly, I don't feel comfortable wearing dresses. I hate my legs, but everyone tells me I should wear them, especially when it comes to attracting a man. What should I do? Love, Tanya. Well, this is a common um, thing that I hear. You know, it could be your legs. It could be um, you don't like your boobs. It could be you don't like your hips. Um, first of all, women, we are notorious for picking apart our body. And we tend to focus on the things that we hate rather than the things that we love. And so there's a couple answers embedded in this question. The first answer is I would probably, Tanya, focus and want to know what are the parts of your body that you love. So I get that you don't like your legs, but what is something that you love? Because I truly believe that there is a dress that can fit every body type. I've seen this happen over and over and over again. Remember that woman that I told you about who looked like the librarian? Well, fast forward to the time that, um, well, actually, no, I, I'm going to rewind to the time that I worked with her at, when I did the transformation. The, the after picture shows her in a dress, and she was one of those people who had the limiting belief that she couldn't wear a dress either, and she didn't like her body. Well, I had shopped not just with her, but with nine other women the day that I did her transformation because we were doing a photo shoot, and I had the pleasure of shopping with 10 women on one street in Santa Monica that had two stores. Yeah, wasn't that fun. No, it was. I was kidding. But you can only imagine with 10 women. Well, this one store, I got dresses for every single person except this, this woman. And I see everybody's, you know, at the checkout lane and they're celebrating and they're feeling great in their dresses except this woman. I see her crying in the corner. So I go over to her and I said, 
you know, what's wrong? And she said, I, I, you know, this is just like junior high all over again. I don't even know why I'm here. I'm the one that doesn't get asked out to dances. I'm the one that doesn't get asked out to prom. It's just, it's just bringing up all these horrible things. I, I, I want to leave. So I said, I get that you want to leave. And I'm so sorry that you're feeling this way and that that happened to you. And then I had to kind of give her some tough love. I said, look, this has nothing to do with your body. And this has everything to do with the store. She looked at me. She said, what? I said, yeah, you heard me. This brand doesn't fit you. So let's go. I'm going to take you across the way. And thank God the other store had dresses that fit her. Um, and not just one dress, but I, literally about five dresses that I put in her room fit her. And when she came out, she was crying again. But this time it was tears of joy. And she said to me, Kim, I never thought that I could wear a dress and I look so beautiful. And it was the first time she saw herself differently. So I would probably say that to Tanya too, is that I have a feeling that there's a limiting belief somewhere that because she doesn't like her legs that she can't wear a dress. So that's the first thing. The second part of my answer is that guys really do love dresses. And I've tested this out many, many times and I've surveyed guys all over the world and different things that I've done. And the survey always comes back that men love dresses. So it's really though, not to say that that's all they love, but it's a wonderful thing for a woman who has a belief that she can't wear dresses to actually find a brand and a cut that does fit with her because it's just a beautiful thing, embracing your femininity with a dress. It's not the end all be all. And I always, you know, look for different styles and casual clothes for women and guys like variety. That's the bottom line. But I am here to tell you, Tanya, if you're out there, that I can find a dress for you, rest assured. So I, I kind of challenge you on that. <laughs> um, so I do feel the pain though of not liking your legs, but the truth of the matter is, is that if you knew that there was a dress that actually fit you, could you only imagine how that might change the way you view yourself? Because that's what it's all about. You know, men love women who love themselves. And if you're not happy, it's not even about the dress. If you're not happy with the way you look or with, your legs or whatever you nitpick apart about yourself, men won't like it either. I got news for you. It's when you embrace all that you are and you, you find the things that you love, that's when love happens. It really is all about you. And if you do all this stuff where you can, if, you know, really pull in and look at yourself, if you're like Tanya, and you have all these kind of negative feelings about your body parts and you have limiting beliefs that you can't wear certain things, you need to start embracing all that you are rather than all that you're not so that you can start seeing yourself different and you can transform the inner by transforming the outer because you deserve that. You deserve to look and feel beautiful from the inside out. And I know that it sounds a little woo-woo and corny, but it, it really is true that people are people who love themselves. 
I just want to say thank you for everyone who is joining me today. This has been the Charisma Quotient. And again, I am your host, Kim Seltzer. Remember, you can build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. And stay tuned until next week with more tips on how to feel and look your best every single day.